Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 17 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Mark chapter 13 today and our focus is on the signs of the last days according to Jesus. Thank you for joining us for Bible 2021. We are a daily 10-ish minutes podcast, somewhere between 9 and 11 minutes, uh, maybe a little more, a little less, we'll see, where we dig into the truth of God's Word, reading one chapter a day, asking questions of that chapter, and hearing some great spiritual wisdom from spiritual giants of the past and the present. Our focus is on daily Bible reading. We want to get as many people as involved in as possible with that, so please share the show. Please talk about the show with your friends and invite them to jump on board with us and get into the Word of God on a daily basis. Our website, Bible2021.com, 2021.com, Bible2021.com. Drop us a line, ask us a question, leave us a comment, that sort of thing, and you can check out transcripts from each episode on that site. Well, fun topic today, at least for me, because I love eschatology, which is the study of the end times. The biggest trouble with the end times is that people have so very many opinions and viewpoints in the last days, especially when it comes to the timing or the date of the return of Jesus. But here's the thing. Jesus is very explicit that we will not know the day or the hour or the date of his return. He also says that he himself, when he was on earth, did not know the day or the hour or time of his return, but only his heavenly father did, which leads me to believe that the Bible does not contain some sort of hidden code or puzzle or clues that would enable us with our brilliant minds to calculate the exact day and the hour of the return of Jesus. Uh, so there's a lot of people that have done that. I have a book right behind me as I'm recording called 1994, which purports to, uh, it's like a massive book, like hundreds of pages, like five or 600. I don't know. I've never read it, but I kind of keep it around for a laugh and it's purports to have calculated the return of Jesus as happening in 1994. My friends, it did not happen then. Now, that said, I am happy to report that Jesus did indeed give us some signs to look for that will indicate that his return, the second coming, is drawing closer. And that's our focus today, to pick up on those signs and indicators that it's getting close. So let's read Mark chapter 13 and see how many of those signs we can see in the text. Mark 13 verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible As he was going out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, look, what massive stones, what impressive buildings. Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another, all will be thrown down. While he was sitting on the Mount of Olives across from the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? What will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? Jesus told them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be alarmed. These things must take place, but it is not yet the end. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginnings of the birth pains. But you be on your guard. They will hand you over to local courts and you will be flogged in the synagogues. You will stand before governors and kings because of me as a witness to them. And it is necessary that the gospel be preached to all nations. So when they arrest you and hand you over, don't worry beforehand what you will say, but say whatever is given to you at the time, for it isn't you speaking, but the Holy Spirit." 
Brother will betray brother to death and a father his child. Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of my name, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down or go in to get anything out of his house, and a man in the field must not go back to get his coat. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Pray it won't happen in winter, for those will be days of tribulation, the kind that hasn't been from the beginning of creation until now and never will be again. If the Lord had not cut those days short, no one would be saved. But he cut those days short for the sake of the elect whom he chose. Then if anyone tells you, see, here's the Messiah, see there. Do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. And you must watch. I have told you everything in advance. But in those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. He will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Now concerning that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Watch, be alert, for you don't know when the time is coming. It's like a man on a journey who left his house, gave authority to his servants, gave each one his work, and commanded the doorkeeper to be alert. Therefore, you be alert, since you don't know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at the crowing of the rooster or early in the morning. Otherwise, when he comes suddenly, he might find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to everyone, be alert. So, wonderful chapter. I need to tell you that there are many, 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 many views as to how we should interpret the last day's teaching of the Bible, and people have very strong opinions on them. I don't believe that this is anything that should divide uh, the church, that people should, you know, form their own churches with their own views or anything like that. I don't even believe that this is something to passionately argue about and attack people over. Here's the thing. It seems like the last day's teaching of the Bible is in some ways intentionally veiled. Uh, so we should be very humble as we approach it. There's not enough time in 10 minutes of show to give all of the views that people have about the signs of Jesus return, but I can tell you that I myself is a few fu- I'm a futurist and I believe in a literal second coming of Jesus to earth that is not yet happened. Now here are some of the signs we see in Mark that Jesus says will precede his return. Verse six tells us that many will attempt to deceive and come in the name of Jesus. Verse seven says there will be wars and rumors of wars. Verse eight says there will be natural disasters like earthquakes and famines. Verses 12 and 13 say Christians will be arrested, families will be divided, and Christians in general will be hated. Verse 14 says there will be an abomination of desolation. Now, 
What this is is quite debatable, but it seems to refer to some sort of blasphemous thing or action that is set up or takes place in the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. And such a thing, or something very similar to that, has actually happened in the past in the 2nd century BC when Antiochus Epiphanes IV sacked the temple. And we learn in verses 19 through 20, there will be times of trouble and great tribulation. And hear me on this. According to Jesus, it will be worse than anything the world has ever seen or ever will see. This will be the worst time in the history of the world, and that's terrifying. Verse 22 says, False prophets and false messiahs will come on the scene and be very deceptive and will be able to perform miracles and signs that will attempt to lead away true followers of Jesus. And then after that, there will be many signs in the heavens, sun and moon darkened, stars falling, etc. It just sounds like a rough time to be around. And these are the signs mentioned in Mark 13. Not all of the signs in the Bible, mind you, just those mentioned here. After these signs take place, after the tribulation, the return of Jesus happens, as Mark 13, 26 tells us, then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. So how long will it take these signs to be fulfilled, and how long after their fulfillment will Jesus come? Well, we don't know the answer to that, but Jesus does seem to indicate that his return will be very quickly on the heels of these signs. Verse 29 says, in the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near at the door. So how should we live in light of this information? And how should we live between now and the return of Jesus? And that brings us to our verse of the day in which Jesus highlights his most important and repeated message when he talks about the last days in his return Verse 33, watch, be alert, for you don't know when the time is coming. Now, that's our verse of the day, so I'm going to read it twice. Watch, be alert, for you don't know when the time is coming. Friends, it's crucial for us to be watching and alert. We're not going to know the day and hour. So let's close with some wisdom from Brother Charles Spurgeon, also encouraging us to keep watch. Keep you at the foot of the cross, says Spurgeon, and you will maintain you will increase your joy in the Lord. At the same time, dear friends, practice great watchfulness. Many a child of God has to weep for months because he did not watch and be alert for minutes. He closed his eyes a little while and said, it's all right with me. In that little while, the enemy came and sowed tares among his wheat and great mischief came of a little nap. We ought to have the eyes of a lynx and they ought to never be closed. We know not which way the next temptation will come. We need to be guarded on all sides, remembering the words of our master. What I say unto you, I say unto all, watch, be alert. You will not keep your joy and grow in grace unless you watch. Amen to that. Well, let's close with our Bible memory verse for January, Mark 1.15. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Well, good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.